From the pinnacle of the media landscape, this is Market Edge. Join your host, Larry Weber, as he discovers the answers from analysts, entrepreneurs, and technologists who are preparing the blueprints for the future of marketing. Hear from those who are taking us to a new age of social media, e-communities, and the blogosphere. blogosphere. Now, please welcome your host of Market Edge, Larry Weber. Hi, and welcome to Market Edge. I'm your host, Larry Weber, chairman of W2 Group, a global marketing services ecosystem organized to help CMOs in their new role as builders of communities and content aggregators. I'm really excited today because we have a category we haven't talked about yet this year, and that's the future of design and its impact on the economic forces of the world. We're going to be talking with Mark Gauger, Chief Development Officer at the famous Frog Design. Mark joined Frog as Senior VP of Client Services, and over the past five years, he has played a lead role in transforming Frog into one of the world's premier creative consultancies. He has traveled extensively, providing consulting to executives of Fortune 500 companies on the impact that innovation in design has on their businesses. Before joining Frog, Mark was the Senior VP and General Manager of Global Services Division of Parametric Technology out of Boston, Mass. Mark has a Master's in Mechanical Engineering from Stanford. He was trained as a product designer and creating competitive advantage through the product development process has been the focus of Mark's career. Welcome to Market Edge, Mark. Thank you very much, Larry. It's good to talk with you. Hey, first, just for the for the sake of people that might not know, you know, the preeminence of frog design and and uh, its impact in the in the uh, design world, just could you just tell our audience a bit about frog design, maybe a little history and and the kind of work it does for clients these days. Sure, uh, I'll give you uh, I'll give you a brief synopsis. I mean, frog's been in the business for in the design business for forty years. Uh, we were founded in Germany in 1959. Um, and really cut our teeth on some of the most uh, uh, iconic product designs that are out there. So um, we uh, helped develop the Vega brand uh, for a German manufacturer in northern Germany, and that got bought by Sony, thus uh, developing the Sony Vega uh, product line. And uh, Frog moved to Tokyo and, and worked for about 20 years in terms of creating the uh, design department for Sony uh, during those formative years. Um, that work was seen sort of uh, identified by Steve Jobs. Um, we went off and started working with Apple in 1984, uh, created the design language, is one of the most valuable design languages ever created, uh, and both the creation and development of the Apple Macintosh and a variety of other Apple products, uh, continued to work with Steve through the next PC and, uh, and, uh, and other uh, projects. Um, we evolved into uh, creating sort of brands along with industrial design uh, in the 80s. Uh, in the 90s, we saw the rise of digital media. We founded our digital media group in 96, um, and we've been combining these disciplines ever since um, in terms of creating convergent solutions for our clients. Um, you see L.com, uh, you see the SAP design language in terms of private software. Um, and then more recent projects with Disney Consumer Electronics uh, and work with HP. Um, today, Frog um, is really 
taking a core design uh, excellence and we're pairing it with technology consulting and we're pairing it with business consulting. And we're, we believe we're driving a new consultancy, one that focuses on innovation. Um, and we are driving, again, uh, value into our clients, which primarily focuses today on the Gold 500. Um, companies like HP, GE, um, Starbucks, and, and the likes. And, you know, you talk about that sort of combination of consulting. Uh, we were talking to Michael Porter, who, you know, is famous for his books on competitive advantage. Uh, he didn't seem to talk about design in his competitive advantage, yet I've got to think that the experience at Frog and, and when you sit down to look at uh, competitive advantage through design, it must be a topic that comes up often. Well, yeah, it certainly is. I mean, uh, you know, Michael Porter, you know, obviously the, the, the father of, of, of business strategy. Uh, and I think in terms of the framework that, that he likes to talk about, design would follow up into the, the business strategy of differentiation. And, you know, the classic Porter is you can differentiate or you can have cost leadership. Um, and so, you know, those, those are pretty stark choices. But inside of differentiation, clearly there's multiple ways of doing that. Um, you know, obviously design, I think most people would agree, has had tremendous impact in a lot of industries in terms of creating great companies um, and can be considered one of those differentiation strategies that companies can own, dominate, and, uh, and, and derive competitive advantage from. Yeah, I agree. What what is the broader role of design in today's economy? Do you think? I mean, as as far as the impact on, you know, the way consumers select things, or, uh, you know, the the way a company stays innovative and a and ahead of its competitive set. Maybe some of your larger thoughts on that. Sure. Um, you know, we can look back at design as really something that was primarily focused around function and form. Um, and again, certain industries have have driven that, and and you know the fashion industry, for one, has has, has really uh, been dominated uh, by design, and and largely you win or lose on 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 that in terms of what you present to your customers. Um, in today's economy, and I and and you know that 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 statement you know begs is is today's economy good or is it bad but in from standpoint when you look at what frog has done and what others are doing with with innovation consultancy taking design thinking pairing it up creatively with uh, the, a business approach and a technology approach what it's really driving is it's driving new ways to be innovative with companies and and most of the customers that we deal with um, have identified innovation as something that is critical to their business um, and it's companies like Frog who are taking the innovation approach and with creativity and design at its core um, that are seeing tremendous growth. I mean, we've had uh, record revenues for the past two years. We had record revenues last quarter. Uh, we're forecasting good revenues for this year again. Um, so when you look at today's economy and what's going on, innovation is not getting knocked off the CMO's agenda. In fact, it's even more important. These are projects that have, you know, shelf lives of 18 months out to even, say, five, six years. And uh, companies are understanding that it is not something that's temporal in nature. You have to be consistent. Uh, you have to develop a culture of innovation inside your organization. And you have to apply that culture every day despite what's going on 
uh, in the credit markets or, or in you know, temporal natures of consumer behavior. Um, you know, interestingly enough, I don't, I'm not sure if you saw the latest Business Week uh, uh, coming out with their top innovative companies, uh, but the thing that really caught my eye and the thing that we focus on at Frog um, is that when you go ahead and look at an index uh, of those 50 companies and you compare their performance over the previous year with the S&P 500 or with the Global 100, they've outperformed it on order of 5 to 7%, which uh, is not insignificant. Right. And I did see that. And it's, uh, it, it, it is amazing, the consistency of performance around people that, uh, that understand the economic impact of great design. Um, what are some of the examples, um, Mark, of, of both great and poor product design, taking whether they're frog clients or not? Uh, maybe sure. you know, share, share with our audience uh, from the expert's point of view, what were some duds and what are some just amazing things? Right. Well, I mean, that, you know, that, that's, that's, a, that's a very personal question. Um, <laughs> and uh, so, you know, I'll give, your, I'll give your listeners a little bit of an insight into me, per se. I mean, my, 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 my personal favorite product uh, is my Yakima rack system. <laughs> I've had it for 20 years. I've used it almost every day for 20 years. Um, I still can buy uh, accessories for it. Uh, and it, it means uh, a great deal to me. Um, it's not the most beautiful thing on the planet, um, but it certainly has provided me a great amount of joy and something that I, you know, it, it's it's one of those things that when I move goes into the you know the first couple of boxes. Um, if you if we want to talk about great design and its impact on companies, I, you know, I'd be remiss to not mention Apple. Um, it's 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 an example that is a little bit hackneyed at times, but the iPod ecosystem and the iTunes ecosystem, and now morphing into uh, the iPhone ecosystem, is you know the the impact of that uh, is 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 tremendous, and I don't think that we can overemphasize you know how much impact that's had in the market. Um, so, um, you know, that's a great example of a company that's really focused on design for years. You know, obviously Frog was instrumental in creating that design culture, uh, with them and, uh, they're going to continue to do well. Um, HP is a client of ours. Um, we've been working with them for, you know, over five years now, a very significant client of ours. We have a deep relationship with them. I'd highlight one product of theirs that, that, um, I think is going to have a, a tremendous impact um, and that is the uh, TouchSmart PC. And, um, yes, it's a PC in the kitchen, and, yes, I'm pretty skeptical of that. I've seen <laughs> it done very badly over the years, um, but we went ahead and put an interaction and a design concept together for them from the interface standpoint, put that together with an industrial design, and it is something that's going to speak to people that are not of the iPod generation. This is going to be people that are more comfortable with spending some time in the kitchen. They're looking for certain types of information. There's a lot of different economic plays and business plays that can be put through this, uh, through this instantiation by HP. And I think you're going to see when TouchSmart 2 and TouchSmart 3 comes out, uh, certainly when 2 comes out, I'm going to buy one and put it in my kitchen. Um, that that it's going to have an impact that's not unlike iTunes um, and and iPod, um, and I, and I, HP's been doing a lot. So if you look inside of HP today, you're going to find a lot of very very interesting products. Uh, you know, on the negative side, I, I don't I, I hate to call call certain products out. Again, it's very personal. <laughs> I think um, it's you know if you take a look at what Dell's doing. Um, 
I, I would term that as a certain disappointing. Um, yeah. It had um, several opportunities uh, to, to focus on design. And, again, it's not temporal. You can't just jump into this uh, on a yearly strategy. It's got to be something that has consistency. I don't think they've shown the consistency uh, the acquisition of Alienware and the way the Alienware sort of design language is morphing into some of other Dell's products, I don't think is going in the right direction. All right. Uh, and we we don't have to harp on the negative, but it, it is a, a point where you see that inconsistency, and, and it impacts the numbers of companies uh, quite often. Speaking of, uh, you know, uh, just in, as long as we're in the computing area, have you had a chance to take a look at the uh, one laptop per child XO and and look at its design, the little green and white machine that's uh, going out into third-world countries uh, from Nicholas Negroponte. Yes. You know, I was <laughs> I was in Holt in uh, Cupertino with my two boys, and uh, we were having some lunch. And the gentleman walked up to us and said, hey, do you want to test out the one who has the child concept? And, and so we actually spent quite a bit of time with it. Um, you know, I love the concept. Um, I think the, the design instantiation is quite uh, – I know that there's a lot of innovation inside of that rather than what it looks like. And, um, you know, I hope, it's a, I hope it's a big success. It's something that, I, that my kids enjoyed. And, 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 you know, providing that level of access to the rest of the world I think is important. And so it's a good example of design thinking, um, solving issues. And, and there, are, there are clearly some issues uh, that we could we could touch upon, but if you if we stay at the top level, I think it's going to be very very effective and, and, and something I I really uh, admire. Yeah, you know, and we'll come back to that later in the program. But there seems to be, at least in my, uh, my work, uh, more and more corporations embedding what I call uh, moral purpose or what I guess a lot of people refer to as co- corporate social responsibility. And I think design can play an important role in uh, communicating that responsibility back to certain constituencies. I agree with you. We're going to take a short commercial break right now, but please stand by, and we'll be right back with Mark Goger of Frog Design and more of the conversation around the impact of sophisticated design on our lives. Be right back. Market Edge will continue in just a moment. Can you believe how long it takes to order food here? Uh, Here we go. Excuse me. She's not even looking over here. Great service is hard to come by, whether you're sitting at a bar, restaurant, or creating effective search advertising campaigns. Um, excuse me. I think we need to go somewhere else. It's easy to feel forgotten, especially when your advertising budget is on the line. LookSmart serves up to 400 million queries a day with a side of the best customer service in the online advertising industry. Hi, how are y'all doing today? What can I get you folks to eat? You were right. This place is so much better. LookSmart, premium and performance advertising solutions. Okay, so you're telling me that if I put the Go Currency Converter on my site, all my international customers can see how much they're paying in their own currency? Yeah, GoCurrency.com has free currency converters, language translations, international clocks, everything you need to do international business. So how does it work? Conversion elves. Conversion elves? Yeah, watch. Want to know what this will cost in euros? Check this out. Listen up, elves. We got one. $34 US. I need that in euros. Now, people. We got it. Put it up there, elves. Wow. Currency elves. Who knew? GoCurrency.com. Free currency converters, language translations, and more. GoCurrency.com. 
How do you choose the right affiliate network to partner with? The answer is simple. MarketHealth.com, where health and wealth connect. Established in 1998 and formerly known as Joe Bucks, the MarketHealth.com affiliate network allows you to market and promote the world's leading health and beauty offers on the net. Start making recurring income and the highest payouts in our industry. Choose from over 50 of the hottest selling offers, ranging from herbal supplements, skincare, vitamins, beauty products, weight loss, and much more. Sign up for free at MarketHealth.com and start making money today. It's time to do your thing, affiliate thing. Hey, this is Sean Collins from WebmasterRadio.fm. And, um, and I'm... Uh, oh, do I, I not get to summit. say who I am? Is it your show now? I flub my line, but... Just because you're the righteous host, and I'm just the and? <laughs> go on, go right. on, go on. I'll just sit back, let you take over. Go ahead. I'm just sit here in the pod cave, and you okay, let me know if you Sean need Collins me. and Lisa. <laughs> affiliate thing. Dig it. I broadcast Wednesdays at noon Eastern, 9 a.m. Pacific, or on demand anytime inside the Affiliate Marketing Channel, only on WebmasterRadio.fm. Find Webmaster Radio now on Facebook, MySpace, and Twitter. Add us today from the WebmasterRadio.fm homepage. Want a hot pod? Load it with webmasterradio.fm and play with us all day long. Webmasterradio.fm. We're everywhere. From the pinnacle of the marketing landscape, we now return to Market Edge. Once again, here's your host, Larry Weber. Welcome back to Market Edge. This is your host, Larry Weber, and I'm here today with Mark Oger, Chief Development Officer at Frog Design, talking about the changes that design makes in everything we do. You know, we've been talking about product design, uh, Mark, but I went into, and I hate to keep bringing up Apple, but I was so amazed at the feeling of the Apple store I was in this weekend. And, um, you know, I don't know if that's part of Frog Design's expertise, but talk to us a little bit about, for lack of a better term, uh, as I'm a neophyte in this, uh, environmental design, not from a green point of view, but from a retail or a, a physical space point of view. Yeah, certainly. I mean, again, um, Frog, Frog really is uh, an innovation consultancy. We, we use a whole set of design thinking and design tools to solve a range of problems. You know, that can be from you know, putting a credit card into uh, into a new place and getting people to to, to use it in a different way, um, all the way to getting them in comf- comfortable in terms of environmental spaces. Uh, and it's something we've actually spent quite a bit of time with with our customers. Uh, I agree with you. I think you know Apple retail. I mean, if you go back when they got into retail, it was very very controversial move. And I think Larry, you probably. Um, you probably enjoy seeing some of the quotes that I've collected uh, early on from the analysts about Apple getting into retail. Um, but they've done a lot of things in terms of getting those stores. Obviously, the, the design of those stores are absolutely beautiful. The products in them are beautiful. Um, you know, the one thing that I like about what Apple's done is, is the Genius Bar, and it's a way of looking at help um, as a service. Um, and they've done that in a way that I think is, is – reflects well on their brand. And we've spent a lot of time with customers around service plays in terms of what you can do, not only in terms of driving revenue, but in differentiation. Um, and clearly, in retail, that becomes uh, increasingly important. Uh, the retail environment, um, you know, you're looking at people who are, are the lights down. You're looking at people who are pumping smells into the retail environment. It's all about creating the experience. And it is, you know, ultimately, particularly with consumers that are buying products, 
in retail spaces, it is that final bit that needs to be done well to create the environment where people want to buy products. Um, and uh, from an environmental standpoint, whether that be signage, whether that be kiosks, whether that be the help that you're providing with, with real people or, in, or in, in a digital sense, there's going to be a lot of innovation in that space. Mark, I talk a lot in uh, my current book about um, creating m- environments that it's easy to sell things in. So you just talked about a physical environment. As the web moves to a more visual standard, one that is almost three-dimensional at times and is really becomes more emotive in all the ways it communicates, Tell us your thoughts on the importance of that growing medium as an environment for selling as it tries to attract customers, even though it's a digital platform. Right. Yeah, I mean, you know, we're, we're, we are in the first inning of, of what uh, <laughs> certainly is a nine-inning game with, with creating selling environments uh, on the web. Um, and um, the the opportunities out there are absolutely limitless, and they're they're only limited by the ideas that that people are putting in front of themselves, um, and by their willingness to lean into them and give those give certain ideas an opportunity to to grow. So social movements on the web, um, you, obviously, you've seen uh, the rise of MySpace and Facebook and Doppler, uh, and and Wallop and and various social networking sites that are out there. Those things are providing uh, tremendous selling opportunities um, by generating trust, uh, by generating referrals, um, and that 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 angle in terms of creating a selling environment, I think, is very important. Um, you know, there's the rise of Second Life. People are spending a great deal of time with with you know second selves basically on on the web, and I haven't really seen a great sort of selling environment to that. But but you know, I think you and I both know that someone's going to come up with something there um, that um, takes that virtual world and and really makes it a compelling place to shop and buy things. Um, and then lastly, there's just, you know, the basics of, of e-commerce, um, the, the, the digital world and its ability to create sort of more realistic um, instantiations of, of whatever sort of graphics you're putting in front of someone. Um, you know, that allows them to gain more comfort. Um, you've got behaviors of those things that, that can be investigated. You've got transitions that that can be investigated. So there's a lot of things that you can get right. Um, there's also a lot of things that you can get wrong. Um, and uh, I think, as I said earlier, we're we're just at the beginning of this thing, and and it's it's a it's an it's an area that Frog has a high interest, and in. we're working with uh, several clients on on, on new concepts. Yeah, yeah, you're so right. We're in the first inning. I mean, it was interesting. I, you know, spent a lot of time on Amazon and just watching the sort of just natural evolution now to uh, some of my favorite authors with video clips and, you know, you, you can, you know, posts of videos uh, on reviews instead of just the text-based reviews. You, you start to get a feeling that this is a place where I'm not just shopping, it's a place where I'm sort of living and shopping. So it might be a little bit of a commercial glimpse into that first inning that we're seeing. Yeah, social movements combining with commerce, 
um, you know, the, you know, obviously commerce is is, is a mega trend. It's going to continue. It's the basis of our economy. But certainly, so this, this just the combination of social movements with that is splintering out tons of opportunities. And if you want to intersect, you know, you know, design with that. And if you want to intersect. Um, ways of, of of evolution of technology it it provides just many many, many avenues and a company like frog is really there to help our clients figure out which ones are appropriate for them um, not only in terms of today but in terms of tomorrow and also help them figure out the different avenues that they could take hey you know i was um reading fortune uh online the other day and of course they picked the most well-known brand in the world, according to their survey this year, was Google. And as you know, and we all know Google well, but it's not even 10 years old. And I go to the site, and I look at the simplicity of that landing page. Even though they obviously revolutionized search and, and page search advertising, do you think that the simplicity of that page has had a lot to do with its branding success? Uh, I, I don't think there's any doubt about it. I mean, it, it, what it's telling you is you come here to search and don't go anywhere else. Uh, and, you know, Google effectively is, is a proxy for search. Um, and the fact that they've stuck with that, I think, uh, was, um, was, you know, key to, to their success. Um, and I think Google continues to do a lot of things right. You get onto the second page of Google, and there's not that much simplicity there, Larry. I mean, right, right, <laughs> it becomes quite complicated. So, you know, for you know, I I love the clients that come in and say, "Hey, we want something really simple," <laughs> and and of course we want that too. Um, but it's not as easy as it sounds. Um, and I think you know, bouncing into the second page of Google, you know, that that strategy starts to break down. Uh, and then, obviously, you know, I'm a big fan of Google, and I use their products every day, particularly on the mobile space. Um, and you can see those products evolving daily, um, which is very, very interesting to watch. Um, but when you start combining multiple Google products, you know, even one simple, you run into extremely complex problems. Um, and, and, again, that's a space Frog spends a lot of time with customers in terms of creating ecosystems of solutions that are simple in in whole, not just simple in in, in a single instance. Hey, I, I, I could use you on a regular basis. I keep going back and reading Presentation Zen by Gar Reynolds just to try to get my presentations simpler and more elegant. But by the end of the, the day, I just seem to try to make them more complex, and I don't know why that is. But... Start, start by throwing. Start by throwing away PowerPoint. <laughs> <laughs> You're right. That would probably be the uh, the best thing to do. Hey, what are what's one or two of the more interesting projects uh, you and Frog are working on today? You, you don't even have to. If you can't mention the client, that's fine. But something that's a little different, or or something that's futuristic, or that that our our audience might uh, enjoy. Yeah, well, I mean, we've 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 actually uh, placed quite a bit of, of of new concepts out into the media space, um, um, so they they'll certainly bump into us if they're you know if they're reading places uh, like T3 or uh, or even GQ over in Europe. Um, 
you know, a lot of the things that we're doing are, are extremely sensitive in nature, so I'll have to be a little bit elliptical in that in that in that space. But um, if if you go ahead and 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 you know extrapolate what what Apple's doing into that space um, and the the new competitive set that they're running into, um, and, and if you take that competitive set from a from a from a holistic standpoint, you know you're going to find some companies that need to have responses to what they're doing. Um, and you're going to find Frog at the center of what those responses should be. Um, so, you know, they've executed well. Um, the secret's out. Um, and there's a bunch of people that are in their new ecosystem and places that, that aren't going to uh, hopefully, and from their standpoint, allow them to go ahead and continue to march on through uh, acquiring customers and putting great value in front of consumers. And, and Frog's spending a lot of time with that. Um, you know, we obviously uh, are working with our big customers on, on, a, on a variety of other initiatives, but most of those are, are, are sort of left on set at this point. Okay. Um, how about then, you know, where does Frog get its employees from? You know, I, I was wondering about this program uh, over the last couple of days and thinking, well, gee, the only couple of schools I can think of that are that were famous for teaching design were Rhode Island School of Design and Pratt. And I'm wondering, God, there must be other schools that are doing interesting things. And, you know, and, and where do you study for a, a career at a place like Frog? Um, yeah, I mean, uh, you know, those the, uh, great schools, uh, we, we've, uh, we've, we've, we've had really good success sort of, you know, looking at the business schools, believe it or not, um, you know, you've got a school like Rotman um, that uh, is out of Toronto that uh, really has a very, very dynamic design uh, program, uh, combining that with, with their business school. Uh, you've got the China-Europe International Business School with Frog spending quite a bit of time. Um, obviously, China is a very, very interesting place with the application of design. And then you've got IESA out of, uh, out of Spain, which uh, from standpoint of, of hiring that sort of that business end is a place where I think people can start working. Um, you know, from from the more creative side, we obviously spend a lot of time with Parsons. Um, we spend a lot of time at the Tisch School with NIU. Uh, they have very, very interesting holistic programs that are generating people with, um, with uh, you know, minds for creativity as well as minds for innovation. And, you know, you've got the, the usual suspects. Uh, Stanford, obviously, was their early design and, and continues to be very, very strong, not only in the department that, that I graduated from, but also from the business school, Carnegie Mellon, IIT. All of these places are fertile ground for people uh, to, to look for, for, uh, for, for creativity uh, in terms of employment. And, uh, you know, it's, it's interesting. Um, it's, it's harder to get into the Tisch School than it is to, to get into Harvard Business School. Um, <laughs> and uh, sort of the rise of the MFA is something we probably talk about in a, in a, in a, in a different program. Um, but again, it's that combination of design thinking, creativity, business, and technology, which, which uh, again, Frog is trying to pioneer. Innovation consultancy is really attracting people. It's a great place to work. It's interesting work. Uh, we get great client client work, and uh, you know, I think if the clients uh, that or the, your listeners are out there looking to to find people, those schools are a good places. And you know. Two last questions as our time is is running out. You know, just real generally, the future of design, 
you know, one example I wanted to get back to is how might we incorporate more of today's pressing considerations in design, like green-friendly or uh, environment-friendly? Well, you know, it's it, it's it's not a fad. Um, it, it's it's a it's an ever-present truth, and I think companies ignore green at their peril. Um, you know, if you look at it today, uh, there's a lot of opportunities for for setting green as as sort of the the differentiating strategy that you have. Um, and uh, you know, from my standpoint, you, you've got five, ten years to be able to do that. But in the long term, um, it is going to become standard practice. It has to. I mean, the, the importance of 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 consumption and and the importance of, of 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 just doing things in a way that's respectful for our environment, I think, is 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 something that is that is critical. It it, it it's becoming more and more of a design input. Um, oddly enough, in the design industry, there really are no standards um, for how you go about um, designing and, and creating a product that would meet certain sort of green standards. And Frog is sort of at the center of, of, of the industry, or at least of our industry, in helping you know, set out some processes and standards that are workable, uh, that clients can recognize as, as something that they need to use. Um, and, uh, you know, from, 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 from that standpoint, I think it, it moves from being a business opportunity, mainly on the branding side, to something that's just an everyday part of what we do and, and something that companies that don't sort of embrace um, do so, again, as I said, at their peril. And one last question I always ask my, my guest, and it's just a, a real simple answer, do you have a, a, a new uh, web destination? It doesn't have to have anything to do with design, or it can, that you have had fun with in the last few weeks that you would recommend that our listeners go check out. Yeah, I mean, I travel a lot. I like Doppler, D-O-P-P-L-R. Um, I think uh, for those travelers out there um, who are looking to uh, get some tips from fellow travelers, it's a good place to go. It's very easy to use. Uh, they're they're not in your face in terms of the marketing side, and uh, I would encourage your listeners to check it out. And Mark Auger, Chief Development Officer at Frog Design, one of the greatest design uh, companies in really the history of design. I want to thank you so much for being our guest on Market Edge today. You're welcome. It was a pleasure. And thanks to everybody in the audience for listening to today's Market Edge conversation. Tune in again next Tuesday at 12 noon Eastern in the United States to webmasterradio.fm. This is Larry Weber. Until then, take care.